0: Welcome to Geek Exploration, the podcast. It's October, the leaves are changing, there's a chill in the air, and I hanker for a hunk of ectoplasm. I'm Ben Robinson.
1: And I'm John Williams. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. We're talking ghosts.
0: Woo! How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing well. Enjoying the uh, change in weather.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We live in sunny California where it is ball melting
0: hot. Oh, you know, at least in the part of California we live in. Those not like those assholes down in San Diego. Wait, what are you talking about? Like it's nice down there pretty much all the time. It gets hot here. It doesn't get hot in San Diego.
1: Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was gross. It was the the end of September and it was still getting up to triple digits. Yeah. Like for a day or two there. It was Fucking ridiculous! Now we're we're sitting very pretty in some uh, lower to upper seventies here and there. In fact, we've got San Diego weather now, and it yeah. is great. Except it gets nice and cool at night. It's down in the forties up here. Love it. Oh shit! Yeah, you yeah. live in the hills. Fuck yeah. Um. So, anything exciting happened to you this week? Oh, well, my blazer broke. Oh, fucker! Like your uh, your jacket? You were going in for an interview? No, my.
0: My 1973 Chevrolet Blazer. Yep. As I was driving home from D&D the other night, freaking driveline popped off and the differential locked up.
1: Oh, is that why you were out so late? Yep. Yeah, I got a text from you at like 1.30 in the morning, just very casually, and I was kind of surprised. I figured you were just feeling saucy.
0: Nope, that's while I was waiting for the tow truck. I didn't get home till like 2.30. Oh, shit.
1: And that is why we did not record last night. No, yeah, I was knackered. Yeah, you said that in a text message and I was like, what the fuck is that? Is that like a like a Britishism? Um, I don't know. I'm right
0: proper knackered. It sounds British. Yeah. I just know it means really tired and worn out. <laughs> and that's how I was feeling. Yeah, it was appropriate.
1: Um, so like we said, we are talking about ghosts, uh, spirits, apparitions, specters, poltergeists. poltergeists. <laughs> uh, let's get right into it. So there are Many different kinds of ghosts. Um, I don't think we are talking about any specific kind tonight. So whether or, whether they are coming at you to tell you about something, or if they're trying to scare you out of a house, um, or maybe wreak a little vengeance. Those are my favorites. Yeah. Um, so let's let's start at the top. Do
0: you believe in ghosts? No. I was gonna say the one thing they all have in common is that they're not real. I would love to believe in ghosts. I just don't. And why not? Um, the same reason I don't believe in leprechauns and unicorns or God. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so you're you're of the
1: you're of the mind that you need to see some, or you need to experience something to believe in it.
0: Or there has to be some pretty good empiric. Like I've never experienced the Great Wall of China, but there's some pretty good evidence that it's there. <laughs> I don't I don't have to see it to believe that the Great Wall of China exists. But there's pretty reasonable evidence that it exists. Yeah. Whereas ghosts it's a little bit more iffy
1: is it ju- is it the uh the lack of physical evidence like with the great Wall of China like there there are people who can very clearly like go up and touch it and take pictures with it like very consistently too
0: yeah, absolutely, like if something like ghostbusters happened. And New York City was overrun by spirits and a giant marshmallow man. I'd be like, all right, I was wrong. Ghosts are real. <laughs> yeah, ghosts
1: are around.
0: Even though somehow everyone in New York totally forgot about it a few years later. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's like they... Gonna be like, what? the
1: what? I feel like they, they had some sort of, like, one-off line about hallucinations from a gas leak or something.
0: Yeah, that would make me a believer. So that's that's all I need, John. Man, you are not... So you're not very superstitious. I am not superstitious hardly at all i probably have some weird quirks and superstitions of some sort so well, i can't say i'm not at all but
1: yeah like i'm the exact opposite of you i don't have any evidence that it that it does exist but i don't have any evidence that it doesn't exist i mean besides the fact that we don't have evidence that it exists but
0: proving a negative that's hard like that could be true for pretty much everything
1: yeah that that's exactly why religion is so successful because nobody can actually say well god doesn't exist. And here's why. Let me show you. I don't know. There there's too many like I'm I'm somebody who really wants to believe that something like that exists. Like I don't want it to come and get me. Like I don't want to be on the receiving end of a vengeful ghost. But I would love to know that there is evidence that it does exist. I think it's really cool cuz I I personally, you know, I get those weird oogie feelings You know, sometimes and get really creeped out and like, I'm not certain my house is not haunted.
0: Tell you what, let's just go desecrate like an ancient Indian burial ground and then do a seance on it and sacrifice a goat and then just uh, hang around, see what happens. See, and this
1: actually illustrates our feelings on this perfectly. I would love for you
0: to do that. (laughs) And I will watch from what, like a remote video feed because you're not going to be there. No, yeah, no, definitely not.
1: Maybe some binoculars.
0: Oh, you would, you would not last 20 minutes out in the woods with binoculars watching me do that. Oh, shit, no. We're not, I mean. <laughs> I There's guess, no way. You'd be sitting there by yourself and be like, yeah, I'm cool with this. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I, 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 For some reason, I pictured more of a cemetery and maybe some, maybe somebody there holding my hand for support.
0: Yeah, and you're in like an apartment building across the street from the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs>
1: With a surrounded by rosaries and crosses and <laughs> incense and sage.
0: No, I, I would be fully down. I, I've always wanted to go spend a night in some horribly haunted place and just see what happens. Uh, because I would like for ghosts to be real to a degree. Like I would like that to be a thing and to believe in that because it would make things scarier and more fun. But uh, it would also probably completely shatter my view of reality. which would probably have some ramifications to my psyche otherwise. Well, yeah. What do you think would be your actual like knee jerk
1: physical reaction to seeing an apparition approach you? Like whether or not it's coming at you and like trying to scare the shit out of you or trying to eat your soul or throw things at you. Like what, like just being approached by something that is clearly not a physical human being, but does have form and some
0: sort of consciousness like how do you think you would react to that i mean i'm a human so i bet my first reaction would be to be startled and maybe a little afraid and then uh my higher brain would probably kick in and i would probably start to question whether or not what was going on was real and then like when it like screamed and squirted ectoplasm all over my face (laughs) then i'd go back to being scared
1: so i imagine it would be it would be something similar to the beginning of ghostbusters with like that library ghost where you're sort of like approaching like, holy shit, this is cool. Look at this fucking goo and these books all stacked up. And you're like, oh shit, there's that ghost right there. And then like the second it like freaks out, then you're taken off.
0: Yeah, like if it, if it seemed to be malevolent, then clearly if that is a ghost, uh, I don't know what it can do. I didn't even think it existed before, so yeah. I'm not going to fuck with it. But I mean, if it was just like walking down a hallway and paying me no mind, uh, I would definitely be cautiously curious, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think I would be that. Who knows? Maybe I'd shit my pants and pass out. But
1: Well, and say you were you were the only one there. So you would face the uh, the same problem that people who believe they have had encounters face right now where nobody believes them. They think it's a hoax. They think these people are either nuts or looking for some sort of cash grab. I don't even would, know if I'd bother telling anybody. Yeah, like w- how would you approach life after that? Like would would you
0: try to inform people or would you try to experience it again? No, cuz especially the next day I would be turbo doubting my experience. Like how much did I have to drink? Did I hit my head? Was there a time where somebody could have slipped me hallucinogens? Exactly. I would I, like I would maybe doubt it less in the moment, but the next day I would absolutely be doubting it. But I would be curious and I would probably want to see if i could make it happen again. Yeah, you would go back and try it out again? I certainly wouldn't like call the news and be like, "I saw a ghost." Yeah. Get on some forums and share your experience. I'd probably tell like a few people because it'd be kind of a cool story. Like, I saw a ghost once. Now, would you start talking to people
1: and being more open to their experience or or would you still be just as skeptical of people?
0: I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. I because, know, I didn't uh, even think
1: of that before. This is this is all very fascinating.
0: Yeah, because uh Even if it is true, there's a bunch of people out there that are just nuts. Yeah. So.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Same thing with like alien abduction. If it is actually happening, I bet it's only happening to like a quarter of the people
0: who say it's happening to. Yeah. There are definitely people out there that either make shit up or are just delusional. Yeah. That's a thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I certainly wouldn't uh, get a bumper sticker. Like, I saw a ghost. Ask me about it.
1: Yeah, like how do you feel about stuff like uh the people that uh that the Amityville Horror and like the Conjuring movies are based on the Warrens who they were they were like paranormal investigators who have these like supposed true stories that have been turned into books and movies and shit? Like do you think they're just
0: full of shit? Uh I mean, they may believe what they're what they're talking about. I mean, I've I've watched like Ghost Hunters and shit. Those people fully look like they believe it. You know, a lot of the time they look like they're grasping at straws, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Like they are looking for anything that would help justify the thing they already believe. And yeah. Like I don't think they're like hucksters trying to fool you. I mean, some of them are probably, but I think most of them genuinely believe there's ghosts and genuinely believe the things they've seen are evidence of it. But it, you know, it's confirmation bias. They're looking for something to confirm the thing they already believe. And if you look hard enough, you'll find it.
1: Yeah, like they if they are you know doing their little EVP thing and they're they're asking the quote unquote ghosts questions. Like they're just hoping any noise will happen at that moment. So they can be like, that is something. Yeah, but I oh, asked a question I, and there I, was a noise.
0: I slowed it down 14 times and amplified it and played it backwards. And it sounded like it said, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, <what>? Okay, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was the actual ghost hunters, but there was another one of those shows uh, that came afterwards. They were, they, uh, there was some sort of fucking thing where they were proven to be like, fake as shit like trying to set up encounters on their on their little uh, realistic uh, investigations well I imagine
0: you'd have to be like if you're just someone going out doing it for fun it's one thing but if you got a TV show like yeah they they go out and they do stuff like they have to at least have something that they could pretend as a result because otherwise if you have like four episodes of a TV show where you went out to spooky places and found nothing you're not gonna have a TV show anymore yeah like, that, that's it. you are It's over,
1: man. I mean, thankfully, there's people out there like me that, uh, you know, when when they're walking around all creepy in some haunted place and there is like a floorboard that creaks when they step on it, like any normal floorboard would if it's, you know, more than 15 years old and then they get all freaked out, you know, that that works for me. I think that's why they lasted as long as they
0: did. <laughs> like, oh, shit, that thing is fucking haunted. But yeah, they always get down to the end. They're like, well, I didn't really find any. uh you know, we didn't find any definitive evidence, but you know, we got this, and then you know, this thing could have happened, and that that actually comes right into uh, my one-word review for ghosts.
1: Oh shit, what you got?
0: Disappointing.
1: Oh jeez. <laughs> you're going early with the uh, with the one-word review.
0: Yeah, well, this was kind of leading into it because uh, all the evidence for ghosts existing is just kind of disappointing. Like it's just lackluster. I'd, I'd I would love for someone to be like, look at this video I got of my dishes flying out and this apparition doing something and like something really good and concrete, you know? Yeah. Like uh, during the presidential inauguration, Taft like rises and punches the president in the face or something I'm like, <laughs> Oh man, that shit just happened in front of everybody. Uh, yeah, but the it's Titanic not, docks in New York. Yeah. But it's not that it's always like, you know, this part of the room is kind of cold. It's just so flimsy. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just disappointed that, no one has anything really good you know they they never catch bigfoot yeah they never get a ghost and uh so the whole thing is just kind of like bleh. i'm sad because they can't prove this is real
1: now how would you feel if say like i came to you and said dude i experienced a ghost last night like for sure i know i did here's my story
0: I mean, I would humor you to a degree, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't convert me. <laughs> I would believe that you believed that. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I, I wouldn't have any
0: proof of it. Yeah, and you wouldn't have any reason to make it up and try and impress me with your ghost story. Yeah. So uh, I would believe that you believed that, and uh, I would take it for what that was.
1: See, it sucks, because if I was in the middle of that experience... I would be so fucking terrified that the last thing on my mind would be pull out your phone and get some footage of this. Like, like I. Oh, you. And you probably would totally not think about that until afterwards. I'd be like, no. Oh, I'd be so pissed. But in the moment, I wouldn't think of that in a million years. I'd be thinking about trying not to piss myself or move because I'd be so terrified.
0: God bless all those people out there that when they see something amazing or ridiculous or horrifying happening pull their phone out yeah. <laughs> because there's there's just hours of entertainment to be had on the internet watching yeah. things they're like why is somebody filming this
1: that's how we get the uh, that's
0: how we got the bagel boss guy yeah like it's just it's just amazing like oh look at that ridiculous shit phone like i'd never think of that like i go on vacation and take like two pictures yeah <laughs> so like I'm, I'm 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 cursed with wanting to live in the moment instead of film it
1: well, that, that's one thing I don't get uh, like when I go to a concert, you know, people that, yeah. that have their phone out the entire time. Like when I went and saw ELO recently, like not too long ago, I would pull my phone out here and there for like, you know, a little like one verse or like little bit of the chorus for some songs just so I could remember it better. I, I did have quite a few drinks, so I was kind of afraid of uh forgetting all of it. But, you know, I, there was a dude like two rows up that was just... Recording the entire time it's like, how are you even
0: enjoying this? He's never going to go back and watch it either. Like he's watching the whole concert through his phone, and then he's not going to go watch it, and if he does, the audio is going to be shit, the mm-hmm. video is going to be shit it's It's weird. like take a picture or two, but yeah, I never understood the video thing either. though I got to say, like 20 years on, I saw some cool concerts, and it would be kind of neat to be like, "Oh, look at this video I found that I took from me at this concert. That's kind of cool, so I don't know, maybe there's some value to it.
1: Yeah, I remember, um, I mean, even just as recent as several years ago, you know, after cell phone time, like, our buddy Kyle would go to shows and, like, take videos and send me little clips, but, like, the audio was so fucking shitty, like, you couldn't, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These days, you can actually tell what's going on. Yeah. See, if you came to me and said, like, for sure, I saw a fucking ghost last night, like, I would absolutely believe you. And I would be fascinated and terrified and like equal parts pissed off and relieved that I wasn't there. (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't want to be there. No, I mean, I would want to. But in the moment, I wouldn't want to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, very much.
1: I grew up hearing stories from my dad who when he was younger, when he was a kid, like I swear, you know, my dad, my dad is not an unreasonable man. He's not a kook. He's not starved for attention. Like he fully believes I asked him straight up when I talked to him earlier. I was like, did you live in a haunted house when you were young? And sure enough. Yes. Like he believes he lived in a haunted house. Um, it was up in Placerville, which is actually not far from where we are right now. Yeah. He said that, that like you never felt like you were alone there. You know, he's been telling me stories of that place since I was a little kid. And like, He's, he's told me there's stuff that he, he won't tell me because it still terrifies him. Like he still has nightmares about that place. He was just telling me that. Awesome. Yeah. He was telling me that like when I was a little kid, he, he would have nightmares that he would have to move back to that house and it would terrify him.
0: How old was he when he lived there?
1: It was like farm, like ranch land. They had, they had animals and shit and he was old enough to be working on there. So I imagine like maybe eight and above.
0: Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that seems reasonable.
1: Yeah, and he was the youngest of uh, five children, so he had all of his older brothers and shit. But, I mean, these stories are creepy, man. Like, I, I had to confirm it with him. I talked to him earlier. I actually wanted to try to get him on the podcast, but he he wasn't super into it. Uh, it'd be hard. I'd have to watch all the F-bombs and stuff. No shit. That was the first thing I thought about. Yeah, like, my, oh, Mormon, father, my <laughs> Mormon father. My Mormon father, who believes in ghosts. That's, that's, that's pretty rad. I mean, I guess there's nothing in the religion that says spirits don't exist, but, um, like he had this one, uh, this one experience where he was like getting up in the morning and putting his boots on to go out and do his chores. And he looked down the hallway and saw my uncle Tom go from the bedroom to the bathroom. And he was in there for a little bit. And then he went from the bathroom back into the bedroom. And my dad got all pissed. Like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, it's time to get up and do your chores. So he went into the bedroom to, to get pissed at my uncle, and there was nobody in there. Weird, oh, it's like a ghost looked like his brother? Possibly. Or he mistook it yeah. for his brother, but, but then uh, my Uncle Tom was already out there doing his work. He was not in the house at all.
0: Oh, and your lazy dad was busy messing around <laughs> with ghosts. Yeah, yeah, putting his yeah. <laughs> he just made that story up
1: because he was running late and everybody was pissed at him. Um, there was a, there was an experience he'd told me about that these days, this one kind of sucks because when I was younger, like this one creeped me the fuck out. But these days, like even our buddy Kyle has experienced something like this. Like, have you heard of a sleep paralysis?
0: Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never experienced it.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, growing up, I, I heard from my dad about how he woke up and there was like a weight on his legs and like, he couldn't move his body and like, he, he couldn't, stand up or anything and then i remember hearing the same thing from our from our buddy years ago um how he felt like it was like a weight on his chest and he couldn't move and apparently sleep paralysis is a real thing where you like for whatever reason your body just seizes up and you can't move
0: well yeah it probably i think it still thinks you're asleep because when you sleep your body uh essentially gets semi-paralyzed so that you don't uh try and act out all the things that are happening in your dreams, you know, so you oh, can yeah. go through all the shit that's happening in your dream and, like, when you're climbing that ladder, you don't actually act out climbing a ladder in your sleep, which sometimes gets interrupted and then you sleepwalk and thrash around and shit.
1: Yeah. Or when you when you have a, when you're in a dream and you, like, step off a curb
0: and you like you jolt. Yeah, you do the little jump. Oh, yeah. Those are the worst. But the, uh, but yeah, so I imagine that sleep paralysis is kind of the inverse of that where... Instead of being unconscious and, you, you know, that still moving your body, you're conscious and your body's still like, nope, we're sleeping. Although I imagine that would be terrifying, especially as a child. Yeah. To, to like wake up and just be like, I can't move. Yeah. Like I, I, that would scare me now, but I'd probably be like, oh no, do I have some neurological disorder? Yeah, am I having a stroke uh, right shit, now? Do I got a brain tumor? Is that tumor? what happens? <laughs> but, uh, I yeah, brain tumors are way scarier than ghosts. <laughs> oh
1: fuck at least you, at least i would understand what a brain tumor was i think the the unknown of the ghost would scare me more
0: i guess i'll, I'll take 10 ghosts in my house over one brain tumor
1: <laughs> um and then another thing that happened was uh i see i had this story a little backwards but uh he told it to me again earlier where he was he woke up one night from sleeping and there was like a scratching sound on the screen of his window and all of a sudden he started hearing like some light laughter Ooh, outside greedy. of the window. Yeah. And like it kept scratching and then it got louder and louder. And then, like I mean, he, he said he was a kid. So he was just like paralyzed with oh, fear yeah. in his bed Absolutely. at this laughter. And then it eventually started to like fade off into the distance as if it was going away. And my dad was like questioning whether or not it actually happened. And then he heard the animals start to get spooked. So he's like, oh, fuck. And they never, they could never figure out what happened with that. Um, that one's
0: creepy. That one would freak me out. Yeah. Cause you're like, there is something there and I don't want
1: any part of it.
0: A couple times I've had like a really vivid nightmare and I wake up and I'm scared and I'm just like, nope, I'm awake and I'm not moving. Fuck this. Yeah. I, I'm still scared from that dream. I don't yeah. know what's going on. You're like, but I don't want to no. go back to sleep. Yeah, and like, you know, and you're just like vigilant, and like any little creak or noise you hear, you're like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Uh, that,
1: I guess that's another positive of uh, sleeping with earplugs. You sleep with earplugs? Yeah. I am so like overly um, stimulated by sound that I have to sleep with earplugs. Like Angelina could be getting ready in the morning and like the floor will creak. Even with my earplugs, it wakes me up. The sound of her brushing her hair wakes me up wow yeah um let's see i guess some some other quick hits there like they were having a party once at my dad at at that house and some people went down to a a cave on a on a on the property like there was an old like mining cavern
0: they're all those are all over up here i was really disappointed when i didn't have one on property
1: you might have one we just got to discover the entry yeah it'll be a little goonie adventure be awesome um i guess some people went down there and like they wouldn't tell everybody's uh, explicitly what they saw, but my dad overheard them talking about bones in a cave in. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I always had it in my head that it was definitely human remains. Apparently that that's just the, the inference of it, but they wouldn't tell people what they found and there were bones at a cave in apparently. So fucking th- there you go right there. Like that, that right there is horror movie basis, like cavern on property, People, yeah. dead, ghosts. Um, and that house burned to the ground twice while my dad lived there. While he lived there it did? Yes. The, the first time, apparently, the people who came out uh, claimed that it was spontaneous combustion due to some, uh, some
0: paint cans in the garage. Yeah, that'll fucking happen. Does it? Yeah, st- uh, stain rags. Yeah, you got to put them in water. Like if you're using like your standard oil-based stain and you leave a big pile of them there, it's an exothermic reaction as it dries. And, uh, yeah, they will just light right on fire.
1: Ah, fuck. I hate that there's a reasonable explanation for that. There always is. Yeah, I know. And then the second time they said it was faulty wiring. The ghosts fucked with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Faulty from ghosts. Um, and apparently my, my dad's mom was very um, superstitious and believed very heavily in, uh, in the whole Spirits hanging around and and being there. Like, I bet that didn't
0: help. Like, Mama, I, I couldn't move last night. I was a little scared. Like, oh, that was a ghost, son. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. That's ghosts. We have ghosts here. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would fuck me up as a kid.
1: Well, apparently, um she claims that her father visited her one night, like at the foot of the bed, and he said to her that he came to warn her. And she tried to find out about what, but he wouldn't tell her. That's a pretty shit warning, isn't it? Yeah, and then the house burned down, so maybe it was that. My dad is not an unreasonable man. Like, in in a family full of people who claim to have had, you know, past lives as royalty and been abducted by aliens and shit, like my dad doesn't really take part in He's that the much sensible. One. He really is like besides, <laughs> you know, believing in, in, in religion. Like that's as crazy as he gets.
0: I mean, growing up in a house infested with ghosts has got to have some long lasting effects. right? Yeah, no kidding. Like, so I'm kind of down on ghosts and, uh, you know, I don't really believe in ghosts, but, uh, I do love me some good ghost stories. Yeah. Like they're fun. So I like hearing all the stuff that your dad experienced. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Like just, just the possibility of it is, is neat. But I mean like what, what sucks is that, you know, it sort of stops there when he was a kid. Like, sorry, this is just going to be John's dad ghost podcast apparently. But just to touch on it real quickly, like when he was in his twenties, he, uh, he and a friend decided they were going to start a little group where they would go around to places that were supposedly haunted. And spend the night there and look for like they were like early ghost hunters or paranormal investigators. They didn't have any uh, any equipment or anything, but they would just spend the night there and just look for things. I've wanted to do that
0: forever.
1: Oh, geez. I remember
0: Kyle and I talking about doing that. Like we always wanted to get you in on it. But the problem is, if we brought you, neither of us would be able to resist faking you out.
1: Oh, that is 100% true. There's
0: no way that we could have you in a supposedly haunted house overnight and not deliberately try and terrify you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and what, what sucks is like, I believe that you and I, like if we did that, you wouldn't fuck with me. But I feel like you and Kyle together 100% would because Kyle would be terrified like me. And in order to uh,
0: take the terror out of his heart, he would need to fuck with me with you. It would give him strength. Yeah, that's that's fair. And I I would totally go along with that because I wouldn't be very confident that I would see a ghost, but I would be super confident that I would see a terrified John. Yeah, yeah. You would you would have fun.
1: <laughs> uh hopefully the ghosts would feel bad for me and come after you. Yeah, when, when I was a kid, there was that place up in uh in Coloma, the the vineyard house where it was like a it was like an inn, you know, an old hotel and you yeah. could go there and have dinner. I had dinner there once. Um, but me and my dad had talked about staying overnight there and we never did. And unfortunately it went out of business.
0: The, the Georgetown hotel right up the way is supposed to have uh, supposed to be haunted as well. Oh, no shit. You should go stay there tonight. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> Problem is like the haunted hotel thing. Like, like, Oh, that doesn't seem, I don't know. I don't think that would be good. Like I want to go to, uh, there's the trans Allegheny lunatic asylum. Oh, fuck in, off. In West Virginia where they had, uh, it opened in like the 1800s. And I guess when it opened, it was like a really nice asylum. Like the guy was like, Hey, we need to treat these people with respect and they should have their own rooms. And like, you know, it should be airy. You know, it's, it's like a long thin building. So everyone's got windows and mm-hmm. their own room and shit. So it's we only supposed to have like 250 patients at it. And then like over time, they eventually like by the fifties had like 2,500 patients in it.
1: Oh shit.
0: <laughs> and uh, conditions were just like fucking, off. like everything was rotten and broken and there's way too many people. And, they're putting people in like cages and doing lobotomies every day and shit and so it was just a fucking awful awful horrible place and i guess at the time they like tried to get it shut down but it never it didn't actually shut down until like 1994 holy shit yeah i didn't know there was insane asylums until 1994 wow i'm assuming it like tapered down and wasn't quite as you know ice pick to the brain by 1994 but i uh, the whatever the dude that like you know, was the, the one of the big proponents of lobotomies. I guess, like, worked there on staff for a long time and lobotomized, like, 4,000 people. Holy shit. And they had their own graveyard because so many people died there. Any case, uh, they do—it's uh, abandoned, and it's spooky, and uh, they do, like, ghost tours there, but they do overnight stays also. Fuck that. Can you please do that? If you want to take a trip to West Virginia with me, we can go stay at an abandoned— spooky lunatic asylum.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean the asylum's one thing, but I definitely don't want to go to West Virginia.
0: <laughs> Find something closer maybe I will. The thing for me though is like same thing with like hotels, it's like, you know, if I'm going to go to like some horribly haunted murder terrible place with lots of ghosts, I want to like break in. I don't I don't I don't want to go on like a guided tour or buy a room. I you know it's got to be some place where like it's legitimately abandoned and like no sensible business is like fuck that I'm not setting up a business there yeah there's ghosts yeah it's like I like you know like the, like some spooky old abandoned house where ten people were murdered or something and no one lives there I'm like all right let's fucking break into that place and spend the night no flashlights.
1: Well, there's a house in Sacramento that maybe you should break into. I can't remember. Have I talked about it on the podcast yet? That house
0: that I walk by? The murder house? Yes, yes the Martinez do. house. Yeah. I was actually getting my haircut the other day, and I mentioned that to the lady, or, or she ta- She mentioned it to me. What the fuck? Yeah, how,
1: I was how getting- that come up
0: casually? Uh, because I was talking about how I was going to Vegas, and she was like, oh, yeah. Vegas is cool. Like, You go to the old strip. They got a really haunted hotel there. And there's this place uh, downtown, too. And I was like, w- w- wait a minute, this? And, like, we started talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, she was talking about the murder house.
1: No shit. What'd she tell you? Because I, I actually did look up the story again.
0: She was just saying that it was, I think it was on, like, it was, like, H Street or something, right? Somewhere yeah, it's right on
1: right? Uh, 22nd and H. Yeah,
0: she was just saying there's a house down on H Street. It's abandoned. And, like, some dude murdered a bunch of people in it a while ago. And uh, supposedly it's haunted.
1: Yeah, I remember the last time I talked about it, I didn't have the story down. So I went I went and, uh and looked it up again. I apparently was a uh there was a doctor that lived there named uh, Dr. Aiden Hart, and they were the first people to live there. It was him and his wife and uh and children. I don't know how many children he had, but like
0: it was like the 1800s or something. Probably like 10.
1: Yeah, like like it was probably early 1900s for like
0: seven. 7 what? what like Kids. 1907? Oh,
1: okay. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> sure what you were talking about. Okay. Um, the
0: further back you go, the more kids people had, I think we're down down to like one on average now. Jeez. Yeah. That's all. That's all I've got. We're going to start having half kids soon.
1: (laughs) Um, so I guess like they noticed that, that the, uh, that he started getting like exhausted and the life was being sapped out of him. So even though they, you know, the, the debunkers just say that, okay, yeah, he was, he was overly busy. Like there's some people that think there's like an entity in the house. Like it's very Amityville horror sounding cool um yeah and apparently like he snapped one day and he started torturing his wife in the cellar using medical equipment and then yeah and apparently she died and then he went and killed the kids and the house pet
0: what's the only sensible thing to do at that point (laughs) well that's what you do if you're gonna if you're
1: if you're possessed and murdering people um and apparently nobody knows what actually happened to him but it's assumed that he killed himself Um, And then years later, the Martinez family, who the house is named after, moved in there. Um, They started talking about how they would they would hear sounds of a struggle in the kitchen and like crashing plates and shit. And there was nothing there. Um, Then they had other encounters like uh, like they saw a gray and white cat. Um, They would hear like panting sounds up the stairs. And apparently there was a uh, there was the ghost of an Asian man in a white coat.
0: Weird. Where'd that guy come from? Uh,
1: I I assume that's the doctor.
0: Oh, he, right. so he might have been Asian.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's I I think before I spoke of him being Asian, and I think that was the I think that was why because when I read that article, I just saw Asian man.
0: It's a pretty good apparition if you could tell his ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. That's, like that's not solid. just a blurry blob. Like you know, you can infer something. That's a pretty solid apparition.
1: There was talk about a, a woman in a yellow floral dress that went by, and um. Uh, the the man who lived there julio witnessed like children hiding in the doorways and they stayed there yeah uh, uh apparently at least for for some time they don't own it
0: now because that's, that's the thing that's always like got me about some of these movies it's like oh look at all this shit's happening and oh the walls are bleeding like all right well time for bed yeah <laughs> like get, get the, the fuck, fuck out what, what are you doing staying around in this house <laughs> are you insane like, I don't believe in ghosts, but if my walls start bleeding and being like, get out, I'm like, All right. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Sold, man. I'm I'm fucking done. Yeah, apparently
1: they had investigators out there and uh and somebody claimed they could smell a man's cologne and like uh they have like an EVP thing. This is going back to those EVPs with uh with ghost hunters, how you know, you're like, please just make a sound so I can turn it into something. Apparently after they uh after they ask their guest to leave, uh, they, they have an EVP of a man saying, I'll get... I'll get? I'll get out of here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if he you, was saying, like, my apologies, I didn't mean to startle you. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty advanced there, but I'll get. Yeah. His, uh, I don't know. It's like, why don't you leave? This is my yeah, house. Fuck off. I'm huh? the ghost. <laughs> that's one thing I liked about that. Uh, what, I think it was called The Haunting. I think it was based on those people you mentioned earlier it was uh like the, in the annabelle the, series or whatever no i think that was uh the conjuring the conjuring yeah that's what it yeah. was that was one thing i really liked about that movie is that like they were like fuck this we're out and they left and it, and the ghost was like "Nah, i'm attached to this bitch oh real quick i haven't seen it
1: what? and i really want to yeah um, i know
0: i just i haven't made it happen yet it's really good <sighs> you should watch it that was uh definitely one of my favorite haunting movies from recent history
1: and it's the whole series you know where like patrick wilson and uh, vera farmiga play the uh the warrens
0: yeah like i never watched like annabelle or any of those cuz i don't know it just it, a haunted doll didn't seem quite as interesting to me yeah but uh conjuring was super good yeah it's it's got a great reputation I, I guess I won't talk about it anymore since you haven't seen shit, it. Shit. I'm uh, sorry. You should see it. I've seen that
1: good. I've seen that one little creep out shot with that fucking thing behind Patrick Wilson's character. Like even just watching a little YouTube video of like like that red and black devil face thing that yeah. just pops up out of nowhere. Like just watching a YouTube clip scared the shit out of me. So just to put a cap on that thing right now, like Apparently, the current owner of the Martinez house claims that there was never a Martinez family, and that his house was never haunted.
0: Of course he does. he's got to sell that thing someday, yeah, he <laughs> blames his
1: sister for starting the rumor that grew out of proportions. He said um the article the article says, uh, however, stand on the house's lawn and you'll feel fear and hatred like hundreds before you, which um, Have I mean done that. You can't you can't stand on the lawn because there's a wrought iron fence all around it. But I can't never could do anything, John.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs>
1: but honestly, like that feeling, one hundred percent. Just like, walking by it, that house creeps me the fuck out. Even like, that's why I was calling it the murder house before I ever knew that that it was a murder
0: house. Then it definitely happened. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Well, and this place,
1: I mean, it's abandoned. Like, I mean. Or at least there is stuff inside. You can see, like, some picture frames or, like, a chair back here and there. Why doesn't the guy that own it live there if it's not haunted? Exactly. Right? It's a big, fancy house. But I, the one thing that weirds me out most is the fucking light that stays on in this one room, like, towards the back. Like, there's
0: a lamp in there with a light that is always on. Why? Because they didn't turn it off and no one lives there? What do you mean, why? Well no, I mean like light. if no, it was doing something other than staying on, I'd be a little more concerned. Well no, I've I've seen I've seen a fucking truck there. Like people have been there.
1: Like, why did somebody leave that light on? In the article, it said something about like him being in his study or something. And I'm wondering if that's the fucking study and they leave a light on in there I
0: had to keep the on purpose.
1: Away. Yeah. Like fuck. And it's got these weird like little like spikety like almost almost like shark fin things on the roof like adorning the roof it's got these lion heads
0: victorian dude it
1: is it is terrifying i think i mentioned it in the other episode but i've been taking a picture of it every time i pass by it and i want to do it for like an entire year and i want to spot things like there was something in the article about somebody trying to take a picture of a window and seeing like the filmy
0: shape of a person in there well, i want to break into that house and just put the like a silhouette of a person in there so they get a <laughs> fuck you! well i say what we do this weekend tomorrow let's uh let's go we'll break into the basement and we'll just spend the night there uh, f- fuck you no <laughs> i mean well, there's yeah, there's, there's
1: bars on the basement windows like there's one where i think the window might be broken out on one of them and you can see into the basement
0: i got but. a battery-powered grinder no. We can get right in there, John. Don't you worry.
1: No way, man. That's out in Boulevard Park where everyone's all fucking uppity.
0: And like I said before in
1: a previous episode, that's fucking Creep Street, dude. I bet somebody's watching that and they're going to fucking murder you if you if you go over there.
0: They've just been waiting for someone to sleep in that basement so they could come over and murder
1: you. I bet people do sleep in that basement all the time and they get murdered.
0: There's probably homeless people that sleep in that. If it's an abandoned house downtown, people try and sleep in there. What's
1: weird is like it it's not decrepit. It looks like it's still in good shape, but apparently nobody's lived there for years. And when are those fucking light bulbs going to burn out? Like, there's also like Probably porch LED lights that are supposed to on.
0: last for like ten years, man. This is the 21st century. <sighs> Ugh. I think we talked about it before. There's like a hundred year old light bulb in San Diego that still hasn't gone.
1: That's out. true, but uh, yeah, a lot of people make claims that this is all fake, but fuck them. What the fuck do they know? Like, they don't know any better than anyone else. They're like, oh, I talked to the owner of the house. It's like. So you're just you're just believing what the owner said, just like I'm believing what other people have said. So you are no more credible than I am.
0: And quit stepping on a fun story.
1: Yeah, no shit. Come like, on. That's the best part of all of yeah. this.
0: Like, it's a cool story about murder and ghosts. Like, you don't got to fuck with it. Yeah.
1: If I found out that nothing ever happened there, like, for sure, I'd be a little sad.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, I don't believe in ghosts, but I love me some ghost stories. Yeah. Pretty much anywhere we go, my life, my, my life, my (laughs) wife loves like ghost tours and like, you know, that sort of thing, like cemetery tours. And you walk around the city and they say, oh, the people were murdered here and their ghosts are around. Like we, when we were in London, we did the Jack the Ripper tour. Yeah. And when we're living in New Orleans, we did a ghost tour down in the French Quarter and uh, she just loves that shit. And uh, in New Orleans, like one of the spots on the tour is the LaLaurie mansion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right down there on Royal Street in uh, the quarter. And that place has an g- awesome story attached to it. Supposedly, it's like super haunted. It's like the most haunted place in New Orleans. And uh, New Orleans looks creepy as fuck. Like, it looks like a great place for ghosts. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it a lady there that, that like tortured people and shit? Yeah, so I guess she was like a real butthole to her slaves, essentially. <laughs> like, like, I guess like there was rumblings early on. Like, people were like, I don't know, man, her slaves look kind of nasty. Like, they, it doesn't look like she's taking care of him. She's like, ah, oh, it's it's fine. They're okay.
1: Yeah, they're okay. slaves. Like, they're not going to investigate that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I guess she, like, was trying to, like, whip some 11-year-old girl. And she, like, jumped out the window to her death. And they, like, did an investigation around that. And, like, find her nine slaves. I guess that was the fine. They took nine, nine of her slaves away.
1: Wow, the world was a weird place.
0: Oh boy, was it. Not only that, she had, like, her cousin, like, buy them back. <laughs> so she, they, they didn't even get away. Can you imagine being one of those people that that got taken away and you're like, thank Christ. And then, oh, wow. (laughs) And then then some dude comes and like drops you off back at the house and you're like, well, fuck. It's not like you can go to like complain to the slave board or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one's going to listen to what you have to say. Fuck. There was rumors of her being like really cruel. Like she Mm. would like beat her own kids if they tried to feed the slaves. But then eventually a, a fire started in the house. And uh, it was started. the The cook said she started it because she was chained to the uh, stove Mm -hmm. and uh, was like apparently did something wrong and was worried about getting punished. So she was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna light the place on fire and die." Fuck! And she didn't die. Like she made it through and like told the cops that. But like they went into like the slave quarters and found uh, people with like their arms ripped off and. Like during the ghost tour, they're like, they were like, you know, she was like doing experiments where like they were like pulling one guy's arm off and like sewing it on someone else. Yeah, that's what I thought I had heard about. People with all their bones broken, like put in cages and like little tiny cages that they shouldn't fit in and like forced to not die. Oh, I don't know if it was all that. Like, there's, I'm sure there's some exaggeration going on there for the, you know it's a ghost tour, but she was really nasty and like, you know, spiked collars on people when they were like hanging from their, you know, like torture. Yeah. Solid. She was a fucking psychopath. And, uh, yeah, they went in there and found all that. And they like found a bunch of bodies buried in the yard and like a couple dead kids in the well and all kinds of shit. So like lots of people died there. And, uh, on the bright side though, all of that shit was illegal. So as awful as it was, she damn near got lynched. Like people in in the town were like, "Oh fuck this! You need to get the hell out of here!" And she ended up having to flee town for her life. Yeah, yeah, because people were so pissed about what she was doing. Well, yeah, evil's evil. Like there yeah. there are lines. E- exactly. Like you know, so you know, at least the other people recognize like you can't do that to people, even though we own these people. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know. There's a weird moral line for him to draw. Yeah, but they, yeah. I guess they trashed the house. And, I mean, like, didn't light it on fire. So it's still there, but they wrecked the place. And yeah, chased... and she
1: did make, make it out, right?
0: Oh, yeah, she made it out. Yeah, she went somewhere else and I'm sure did fine. Fuck. Because it's the way history's monsters go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they chased her out. And I guess, I was reading it, like, the police took the, the slaves that survived and, like, and put them on display for two weeks. What the fuck? Like, look at how awful this lady was. See, you don't believe it? Come look at these horribly mutilated people. Wow. And, like, and I guess like up to 4,000 people went and like viewed them. See, and that- and Fuck, the, man. Like, you get out of this, like, oh, thank God you rescued me. Like, here, go over there. You're going to be a show for a while. Like, yeah. Fuck me, We're going to stop her from treating
1: you like garbage. But here, you get to be our attraction for a little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah. Fuck. God, gross. Fucking people, man. But supposedly- if anywhere's haunted, that place should be super haunted. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember
1: walking by there. Yeah. Um when I went and visited you in New Orleans and I mean, we were hammered, but still like all of a sudden we were just there and you guys were like, Oh, hey, this is the LaLaurie mansion. And and, and like I just got this fucking creeped out feeling. Like similar to to the Martinez house. And it was it it's just I mean, I'm a superstitious person anyway, so you know, somebody could, we could be walking by a McDonald's that was built like three years ago and somebody could go, That's the merch book. Fuck- yeah, that one's fucking haunted. And I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, it would creep me out. But, but yeah, no, like the <laughs> it was, it was kind of a, a reverent, creepy feeling, like being by that thing. And it was really cool because i had heard about that place from a, uh, from like a documentary on haunted places. And we weren't specifically going there for a tour. Like we were just, we were just walking, walking around. around like, hey, that's yeah. that place. Yeah. It's right there on
0: Royal Street. You know, it's the better way to walk down through the quarter. You know, it's one block over from Bourbon. Yeah. And Bourbon's a fucking shit show. So like if you want to walk through the quarter, I like Decatur best, but Royal Street's a good second to get down to the other side.
1: That was either right after our last stop or right before our last stop. And it, so it was the end of the night. We were all just sort of like, oh shit, here we are. It was fucking great. Um, what do you think? You want to take a break? Yeah.
0: And yeah, now's as good a time as any. All right, let's do
1: it. We'll be back. Don't touch that dial. Because now the only place you can have a wild
0: time with TV Xenia's Ghost is weekday mornings on Fox. I'm ready. But are you ready for me? So wake up and smell. Ooh, my socks. <laughs> say
1: the magic words. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And start your day with one wild and wacky boo. You're going to love it. Yeah! can't screen through Friday mornings only on Fox. All right.
0: Welcome back, Ben. Hey, hey, hey. I was beard. I was pizzaed. I'm good to go.
1: Yeah, I was wined. I was vodkaed. So we've talked a lot about uh, ghost stories and haunted houses and uh, personal experiences of other people, not us. Um, but let's get into a little structure
0: here. Do you have a first impression I do, of sorts. Oh, what you got? I've got a first impression that I was informed about because I don't actually have any real memory of it. Oh shit! So when I was, I think three, I had to be before four because I was still living in Alaska. Oh, so I was either two or three, and uh, I told my mother apparently like there was like a documentary on the TV. About uh, either World War One or World War II pilots, no, really sure. World War II pirates, yeah, those good old World War Two pirates. <laughs> and it showed, had like a video of like people getting like shot down. And apparently, I told my mother that that I used to do that, and I told her a whole story about how I was a fighter pilot and got shot down. So my mom fully believes that I was a fighter pilot in a previous life.
1: Interesting. Were you like giving any sort of details or anything that? A child your age
0: would would know about like supposedly again i was a kid so I'm, this is all secondhand knowledge but uh yeah apparently like it was a very convincing argument yeah because i could
1: picture my kid like coming in and going like i'm batman or something and you're like okay well yeah you're sure you're batman but that is something a little more a little more uh realistic a little more
0: yeah supposedly i was like like i told her the whole story about how i was uh a fighter pilot and got You know, shot down over some place and whatnot.
1: Oh, did you talk about, like, your own death?
0: Uh, Yeah, well, talk about getting shot down. I don't think I like to I, I, She never mentioned anything about me being like, and then I was impaled by this thing and slowly died, thinking about my beautiful wife and daughter that I'd never see.
1: Well, yeah, for all you know, you got shot down and your plane exploded on the way
0: down. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, so... I guess that was my first impression with the ghosts of my own past. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so, uh, I guess the, the, in that same house, though, I do have a very vivid memory. This I do have a memory of, of one night going from, like, because my room was like downstairs and my parents' room was upstairs. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I needed to go to my parents' room in the middle of the night. Don't remember what it was, but I remember walking through and like in the living room, seeing or thinking I saw a bunch of things in the living room and having to, like, walk or run as quietly and fervently as I could around the corner to get to the spiral staircase that went up to my parents' bedroom.
1: What the fuck? Why is this the first I'm hearing of this?
0: guess <laughs> uh, it was the fever dream of a crazy child. But, uh, yeah, I have a very vivid memory of, like, coming out of the room and, like, seeing things. like uh, Like, there was people you know like the backs of heads at the couch and some people standing and thinking like oh fuck what's this and running around the corner to my parents bedroom
1: oh no fuck that i've been your friend for like 25 <laughs> years like at least a solid 25 years and this is the first i've heard of this like i got fucking chills listening to that story
0: i wasn't i wasn't even planning on talking about it i totally spaced on it until right now and i was thinking like oh yeah that also happened in that house <laughs> holy shit dude you totally lived in a haunted house what the fuck are you looking for it definitely wasn't a haunted house my dad built that house like no one died in that house it was just the fucking machinations of a scared child yeah people
1: don't have to die in a house for it to be haunted they could be attached to you guys
0: well they haven't made themselves known since
1: yeah because they're attached to your mother or father
0: lazy fucking ghosts jeez man wow that's wild (laughs) Yeah, yeah I hadn't even thought about that until now. But yes, yeah, I, I absolutely remember that. we remember being terrified and running up the stairs, and they had, like, this circular stained glass window. It was like, the moonlight was coming in. Oh, get the spooky. fuck out of town. There's
1: a fucking stained glass window. Yeah, uh, it was a cool
0: house. The wow. street it was on was called Mind Your Manners.
1: <laughs> was, uh, was it, like, Mind Your Manners Drive, or was it Mind Your, and then, like, m-a-n-o-r-s
0: oh that's a good question i don't know my parents have always just referred to it as the mind your manners house like we went and saw it when we went up to alaska a couple years ago
1: yeah you and tim and your dad
0: yeah we went up and we're like my dad's like hey this is the house that you were born in right over here and i was like oh cool and uh like some other dude was living there my dad just like went up and like knocked on his door was like hey i built this house i used to live here with my kid he's right there
1: did you go? did you walk through it
0: no, we didn't want to, like walk through oh. the guy's house. Like he didn't invite us in, so we yeah like, that's sucks. To do. Yeah, but uh, it was kind of cool to see it. It was neat.
1: I'd ask if you had any memory of it, but we know how your memory goes.
0: No, I remember very few things about this house. I remember the ghost thing. Fuck. I remember having a uh, Jungle Book wallpaper in my bedroom. Ew. That was cool. Like the, yeah.
1: uh, you may Book. have liked it, but it definitely was not cool.
0: Well, oh, that's a cool movie. I like the Jungle Book.
1: Hmm. You don't like the Jungle Book? Jungle Book's all right, but it's not cool. Like, I love Superman the movie, but it's not cool. Unless you're a geek like me.
0: Well, I don't, I don't give a shit what cool people think is cool. All right. Well, I'm a little more objective than you are. Yeah The Jungle, the jungle Book was uh, second banana to Robin Hood, as far as Disney movies go when I was a kid. Ooh. But I liked the Jungle Book quite a lot. See, I don't know
1: if, if maybe my experience was just... Um, Little limited with Jungle Book, but yeah, I I never super got into that one. Like I I actually couldn't tell you how it ends. Like I I I remember the little the little uh the blue song and him scratching his back on uh on the tree and and Mowgli walking on all fours and then the whole I want to be like you orangutan shit.
0: Oh yeah, King Louie was the shit. That song's awesome.
1: Yeah, but like, what what is the story and the journey and the end? Couldn't tell you.
0: He wants to be. He wants to live in the forest until he sees a girl, and then he's like, "Oh, wait, never mind. I know what I want to do." Wait, then why don't they call it the Forest Book? Well, okay, the Jungle. Oh, okay. It's a type
1: of forest. Words matter.
0: Your face
1: matters. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I did love me some Robin Hood when I was a kid. Oh yeah, that movie's amazing. I've been wanting to watch it recently with the, with all the talk about uh the uh, the disney live action Barf. adaptations
0: i hope they don't do one of that
1: they're going to of course they well going to. i don't it's know really it's like printing they're going fucking to do it. money that's that's going to be weird though because the the anthropomorphic animals is a different story like with lady and the tramp it makes sense because they're still animals they just oh yeah with like
0: the lion king
1: yes yeah but with with uh with robin hood they were humanoids with animal faces So I don't know how, like, are they going to do something like cats, which looks kind of grotesque?
0: Totally creepy. That's really (laughs) weird, man.
1: I mean, granted, I heard about it ahead of time before I saw the trailer. So it's, it didn't, it didn't catch me off guard. Like, I think I would have been much more taken aback if I hadn't heard people voice their disgust with it before I actually saw the
0: trailer. Yeah. It just doesn't need to happen. So (laughs) ghosts need to happen a lot more than a, uh. Live action Robin Hood. Oh too. shit! Uh, well, for my for my first impression,
1: I you know, for as scared as I am of ghosts and how much I believe in them, like I guess I don't really have a whole lot of experience with them, um, firsthand. I certainly don't have a fucking walking through a room <laughs> and seeing ghosts sitting and standing around and just going like, oh well, whatever. I'll just forget about it for thirty years.
0: I definitely didn't go, oh whatever. I was terrified.
1: Holy shit, dude. Like, I mean, I always like my experience was limited to like, you know, just going up the stairs at home and just feeling like there was something behind me. I always felt like there was something behind me. Every time I went up the stairs late at night, like I would end up running because I it just felt like something was chasing me. That that's what a what a fucking scaredy cat I am.
0: Oh, yeah. I, critters did that to me
1: oh man I love critters
0: when I like my, my dad used to send me out because you know the pool house we had like a little one bedroom shack that sat next to the pool yeah and uh, the light out there the only switch was in that room and it would get left on sometimes You'd Be like go turn the pool house light off and that was always a mad dash to not die like you could walk out okay but as soon as you turn that light off <laughs> I was convinced critters were rolling on my heels to eat me yeah kill me and it was like fucking run run now
1: you know then that, that's <laughs> that's actually a really good segue to my first impression because I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna cheat a little bit and just talk about a movie um because like i'm sure i experienced like like some sort of movies or ghost stories you know like like before this but but none that really pop out at me um as like the definitive first experience so what i'm going to talk about is when i saw the movie poltergeist Ooh,
0: that's a good one
1: yeah, I watched it when I was probably like, I don't know, I was like eight years old or so, maybe ten. Ooh, yeah, that's that's kind of young for
0: Poltergeist.
1: Yeah, like I, I, I've I mentioned before how I used to watch horror movies with our buddy Preston. Wow, we haven't brought Preston up in a long time. Um, He must be like your wife where he doesn't listen to the podcast. Cause what a jerk. <laughs> I need to hit that guy up.
0: need to send him a link to the podcast. Yeah, I, I think he would enjoy Fucker. this. His, his little
1: brother listens every once in a while at least. And his little brother hosts the uh, the podcast, the Brave Little Podcast. It's a movie podcast. It's very good. Go, uh, go listen to that. I like the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially after our last episode talking about the Brave Little Toaster, which yeah. I've never seen, but I have heard the Brave Little Podcast. So Poltergeist, I, I think I've mentioned this before. Maybe no movie has ever scared me like that one did. Like that movie fucked me up. Um, we used to watch all sorts of scary movies on on fright Night theater on saturday nights but but this one just destroyed me like ever since then like like I lived right around the corner from Preston. there was his house, then the corner house, then my house up the other street. It was that close we could jump over each other's fences into into each other's backyards and um like ever since then like I had to have my dad when I was a kid, like, meet me at the corner when I, when I was coming home. Yeah.
0: I love it. I, I should show my kids Poltergeist because I have not yet. And, uh, yeah, they're plenty old enough for that now. If you saw it when you were eight, I, I can destroy these kids. It's oh, jeez,
1: dude. And, and, like, that's what created my fear of Raggedy Andy. I mean, with that movie, like, it's interesting how it starts off, like, innocent enough. Like, the, there's this family, like, they move into this house and they actually, like... At first, when this stuff starts happening, they're actually kind of getting a kick out of it. Like they're watching the furniture move and shit, and it's it's interesting and entertaining to them. And and then it just it goes horrifyingly wrong.
0: So it goes a little malevolent. Yeah, like these are not friendly ghosts. Yeah, fucking <laughs>
1: tree tries to eat the the sun. You know, there there's uh there's the pool full of skeletons, which. Uh rumor question mark has it that uh that those were actual skeletons in the pool because oh, really? it because like, it was cheaper or something.
0: I know they did that with uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: Oh shit, really?
0: Yeah, like it was cheaper to get actual human bones to make like lamps and shit out of. Yeah. Than it was to get replica human bones. So they're like, fuck it, get the real things. And like for all the blood and guts that they had in that movie, they were just like actual pig blood and guts because it Ew. was cheaper to get. And apparently they were filming it, you know, I think it was in Texas or wherever they were filming it. It was like a hundred degrees every day. So supposedly the set just smelled horrible Ew. because it was all fucking legitimate rotting flesh everywhere.
1: Fucking Toby <laughs> Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the first, uh, first iteration of Pirates of the Caribbean also used um, real human bones, like the actual ride. Like they bought them from UCLA. Awesome. Yeah, because back in there, like what it was like nineteen fifty-five or some shit, in the late fifties, early sixties. Can you still buy real human bones? I don't know. I I would imagine no, only because I, I I bet somebody's gotten pissed off about that.
0: Yeah, like that's what I imagine. But I would I I would really like to have because I like skulls and I would like to have an actual human skull. Yeah. Like I've got a oh, sea weird. turtle skull and a coyote skull and some bird skulls and like a, like a very small skull collection, but like, you know, actual human skull would be awesome.
1: Weren't there rumors that like Stalin or somebody used like Hitler's skull as an ashtray or some shit? Yeah,
0: there are indeed. Yeah.
1: But I mean, you know, can you imagine being that, that actress, I can't remember her name, uh, like in a pool raining with actual skeletons popping up all around you. Like, um and then the fucking clown doll like it's such it's such a relatively small part of the movie but like they've got that they've got that part early on where he like sees the clown doll it gets creeped out by it throws the blanket over it cool and then that fucking ending where he tries to throw the blanket misses the clown goes to sleep looks up clown's not there and then the fucking arms shoot out and (laughs) like those fucking striped arms Like, that's what what turned me off of the Raggedy Andy doll that my great-grandmother made for me. Just sitting
0: there staring at you in the corner.
1: That's really what it was. It was on a shelf in my room, (laughs) and it was staring at me smiling. And I, I had to have my mom hide it. And so she put it up in her closet, and every once in a while I would go out there and, like, grab it out of the closet, like, during daytime when I was feeling ballsy. And I would seriously, like, beat it up. Like I would be pissed at it and like smack it against like walls and door jams and shit. Quick question: yeah. How old were you when you did that? I don't know, like twenty seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, for I mean,
1: for that honestly, like that I probably was actually like thirteen.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, like, it, it, I I don't I don't actually have any full way to gauge that, but yeah, like I I was much too old to be scared of those kinds of things
0: did you sleep poorly that night worried about the vengeance that might come
1: (laughs) i you know i don't know if i had that sort of grasp on it like i think i was still full of childhood chutzpah and shit back then but but yeah like these days i would be paranoid that like oh shit like if i'm scared about this thing coming after me i better think about this my sister a couple times like you know, wanted to get back at me for something. So she, I remember one time she hung him from my doorknob on the inside of the door. So like, I didn't notice at night when I went to sleep, but when I woke up, like in the middle of the night, he was hanging there on my doorknob. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And, and like she, 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 I don't think she ever did this. Yeah, no, I would have remembered she did this, but she always talked about how she was going to like tape him to like the outside of my window. So so when I went in, you know, just, he's just there or like hanging from my ceiling fan. No, the ceiling fan may have
0: happened. <laughs> I don't know. I remember your your fear of Raggedy Andy was definitely legit.
1: Yeah, man, between between Poltergeist and Child's Play, like that and that movie Magic with uh Anthony Hopkins about the ventriloquist dummy, like I I just I did not do well with dolls. Like I remember that Charlie McCarthy uh ventriloquist doll that was in like the jc catalogs i did not do well with that <laughs> so there's my first impression and and i mean it it fucking scarred me it scarred me so bad
0: my kids even know about that raggedy andy th- thing wait what yeah i told them about it i i, I told them it would be really funny if they uh if they ever happen to find one to just slip it into your podcasting booth <laughs> 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 but i think by now they've probably forgot oh that would have been good instead of it sitting on your seat with its headphones on (laughs) no
1: shit (laughs) um all right so i've got a quick little what if ben like i I feel like we like we kind of glossed over this before but um but quick little what if what if you were a ghost what would you do and like say you had like limited ability to interact with uh with physical shit like like the uh like the movie ghost you know where like that if you concentrate really hard, you can kick a can or some shit. What would you do as a ghost?
0: Probably depends on how I died. It was like if it was uh, if someone murdered me, I would totally try and fuck with that guy. Yeah. But like the thing about ghosts is like for the most part, like the ones that are like they seem semi legit seem like they don't have a whole lot of agency. Seems like a lot of them are kind of reliving out their either the moments that they did the most or the final moments of their life. One of the two.
1: Or they're in, like, a place that was very special to them.
0: Yeah, like, like with the exception of maybe vengeful ghosts, like poltergeists and shit, where they, like, try and reach out and strike out. Like, you know, most of them, it's like you see them walking down the hallway or doing the thi- you know, cooking dinner or whatever the thing was they usually did. So, mine would probably be, you know, as a ghost, legitimately, I would probably be found, like, sitting on the couch, playing on a phone.
1: Boring.
0: (laughs) Say you had agency. D&D. Yeah.
1: The D&D ghost.
0: You you just hear dice roll in the middle of the night.
1: (laughs) No shit. Or you smell pizza in the oven.
0: Yeah. Is that corn? <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Everything, no matter what you cook, corn ends up on it. What yeah. the fuck? But uh, it depends. Am I like stuck in a certain spot? No. Because most ghosts seem to be like locked to a location.
1: Okay. And let me, let me rephrase what it then. The, like, what, it was what the do you are? want to do? Say you are a fucking ghost and you can just float around and haunt whatever you want, or, or you could just observe things if you wanted to. You're a, you're a fucking ghost. You have no boundaries. wonder how long it would take a ghost to float across the ocean.
0: Oh, uh, can I go to space? Oh, shit. I mean, why not? If there's oh, no ba- like, I would, totally, I would totally go. To, I'd be, I, I would be a space ghost from coast to coast. The entirety of the universe at your fingertips. Why the fuck would you Holy stay here? Holy shit, dude. What would you do if you were a ghost, John? If I was a ghost,
1: well, I've been talking to Angelina. Well, I haven't been talking. Like, it's not a continuing conversation. But I have mentioned to her that if I was a ghost, like, we have sort of like a like a test that it's like, if I die, here's what I'm going to do. Because I'm I'm certain I'm going to die before her. And I I would like it that way. It's selfish of me, but.
0: I hope I'm going to die before my wife. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that I shit. I telling her she needs to take better care of herself because she needs to die last. I can't put up with that shit.
1: Yeah. No fucking way. I don't want to deal with that. So I've got a habit of uh, of leaving cabinets and drawers open to some degree. You know, even if it's just a little bit and it kind of drives Angelina a little bit nuts mostly justified but every once in a while it's like calm the fuck down dude like that thing is almost shut but i did tell her that that when i die like that'll be the that'll be the signifier if uh if i'm still around like i'll i'll just open up some cabinets at night i mean that's that's what i'd do for angelina but i don't know it's it's hard to not just sort of think about like oh well i guess i'd go haunt like movie sets and shit and just go look at cool shit all the time you know maybe i'd maybe i'd find the uh the people who had wronged me in life and just go fucking scare the balls off of them but um yeah i probably i think the uh the the easy answer to that is i would be very petty and immature
0: (laughs) yeah i thought you were going somewhere more loving like you yeah you would sneak and you know open cabinets up just so that she would know that you were there still.
1: Well, that's exactly what that was. That that yeah, I mean that that was the whole genesis of that idea, but but then you realized you would just be a dick. Well, I mean I'd get a little tired of it. Plus can you imagine being on the other side of that where you have somebody who can do something like that but they can't do any more than that. Then all of a sudden You know, like, like I can't pick up a pen and write Angelina a note. I can't spell something in in the fog in the window or some romantic shit like that. So all of a sudden she's just hanging every night on hoping a cabinet will be open in the morning or, you know, like asking a question during the Uh, day, like
0: almost ruining her life.
1: Yeah, like opening or open this cabinet if you miss me or open this cabinet if you're still with. and, And yeah, all of a sudden she's not living her life anymore
0: that that reminds me there's a touching little comic s b m c saturday morning breakfast Cereal. never heard of it uh it's awesome uh did he did a he, he did a comic with that where there's like a guy that uh it's really good I, I don't even really want to explain it because it's a cool comic
1: well maybe we can uh maybe we can link it in the show notes I just texted oh, yeah, I'm you looking at it
0: the comic it, it's a touching cute little comic But it deals with that yeah we'll, we'll stick it in the uh like the description of the podcast.
1: Oh, I read the the beginning and the end of it. Beginning and the end? What
0: kind of monster are you?
1: <laughs> I looked at all the pictures. That's what I do. Yeah. It, it seems touching. Do you want me to read it right now?
0: I, I mean, it's better if you read it. It's definitely very word based.
1: Yeah, that's what I found after, after the first few panels. I was like, oh, this is touching and it's all.
0: Yeah, his comics are generally, it, you generally need to read them. The pictures, the pictures complement it, but they do not tell the story alone
1: damn dude yeah <laughs> see it's better when you read it
0: <laughs> hey man at
1: least reading the last panel didn't actually spoil spoil it for me wow oh
0: that's fucking oh, fuck. yeah isn't that nice ah. i read that maybe five years ago and as soon as you started talking about it it made me think of that like it definitely left an impression on me
1: fuck i feel like i gotta send that to angelina just in case. You never know what's gonna happen tonight.
0: But yeah, SBMC, great comic. I recommend it to all.
1: That's the, the creator?
0: That's the uh, SBMC is the name of the comic. It's Saturday morning breakfast cereal. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy that writes it is a is an awesome dude named Zach Wienersmith. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, fuck. I just taken a drink of water. What <laughs> the fuck? Wienersmith, are you
0: kidding me? I am not kidding you. Does he go by Wienersmith? Um, I mean, you know, I gotta tell you, I've never heard it said out loud, but, uh, he seems like the kind of guy that would go by Wiener Smith.
1: Oh boy. Uh, all right, Ben. Well, uh, do you have a favorite use in pop culture? I do. What's that?
0: Scooby doo. Oh shit. Is my favorite use of ghosts in pop culture. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Mm.
1: Ooh, I'm going to have to call this into question, but let's, let's hear your explanation first.
0: Uh, my explanation is that i love me some scooby-doo oh shit i know exactly where this is all going. the iterations of scooby-doo and i love the fact that uh the ghosts are never real there it is <laughs> they're all it's always you know old man winters or <laughs> yeah some other person that they're able to unmask it's and he
1: would have gotten away with yeah. you with it if it
0: weren't for you pesky kids Yep. those fucking meddling kids. God damn
1: meddling. Yeah. When I said pesky, (laughs) I was like, no, that's not the right word.
0: But yeah, uh, Scooby-Doo. I, I watched a load of Scooby-Doo when I was a kid and, uh, it's just solid, uh, cartoon comedy, uh, mixed in with some supernatural and it all makes sense in the end
1: with some artificial supernatural.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's some spooky guy, just like the in this real world. And nope, he's he used mirrors and did this thing. And like they always, you know, sometimes they didn't explain it fully, but it was you know good enough yeah. for a kid's. Cartoon Most of the
1: shit. time, they didn't explain it fully. There was just a chase and a, and an unmasking.
0: Yeah, somehow they still managed to like run in and out of a bunch of different doors. <laughs> yeah like how the fuck does that work (laughs) like that's the most supernatural thing that ever happened in the show
1: yeah they've got they've got like black holes that that, yeah (laughs) some warps
0: the uh my my daughter was like super into the newer scooby-doo that came out on uh i think it was netflix but it was the mysteries incorporated i don't know if we've seen that it's Awesome. It's really good. Really? Yeah. I I absolutely... It was cool because it had like a full through line. It had some actual supernatural stuff happening in it. Oh, wow. Which was cool. I mean, I think it has like at least three seasons. And there is a plot that runs through the whole thing. Oh, shit. I got to look that up. Because, yeah, my little girl loves Scooby-Doo. But she loves the
1: old shit. And like it's painful to... No. I mean, well, I guess specifically there's uh, there's this one like scooby-doo movie that's all about like drag racing and shit and like oh uh, where it
0: gets turned into a werewolf yes yes oh it's fucking terrible it's
1: so terrible or maybe she just watched it too many times in a row and it drove me bonkers i never want to see it again ever
0: yeah i do love that scooby-doo with batman yeah absolutely with with the adam west batman no less Mm, I don't think it was Adam West. Well, it was the Adam West era Batman. I don't know if he did the voice, but it was definitely 60s Batman.
1: It was the guy who did Batman's voice in the Super Friends for several years before Adam West stepped in. He, he has some very like a, uh, I don't know if it's European or Middle Eastern name, but um, and then, and then it was Casey Kasem as Robin for sure.
0: Well, yeah. Well, he was also doing Shaggy. Yeah. So like why? fuck around but no the new the Mystery Incorporated one super good and it like Fred's hilarious in it because he's like obsessed with traps for some reason oh cool so he's always setting up traps and he like gets like traps quarterly magazine and shit <laughs> <laughs> like they they pl- the the dynamic that they get with the characters is super cool like they just did a really good job at a rebooted Scooby-Doo I highly recommend it awesome I actually
1: really want to check that out. I'm going to have to do that next time I'm uh, farting
0: around with the kid looking for something to watch on TV. I think Haley's watched it like three times all the way through.
1: Or maybe I don't need the kid.
0: No, you don't. It, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good. You don't need to wait for the kid to watch that. How's the,
1: uh, how's the animation and the character design? Is it it's true good. to the
0: original? It's true to the original, and the animation is considerably better. Did they update the uh, the costumes? Not. I mean, a the character lot. design.
1: Like, like, did they get rid of like the little kerchief for Fred? Because I feel oh, no. like I've seen something. Updated. No, he
0: he absolutely still has his uh what cravat or what is that? Is it like a uh
1: that was the word that that initially popped in my head, like what Kingpin wears?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. That, but it's not tucked in. Oh, is it not? I don't think it was ever tucked in. Oh shit. So I mean, is it, it just like a kerchief? Yeah, it's like a kerchief that's kind of tied and comes out on both sides. Because the, uh, the one like Kingpin, well, that's called a um, ascot. That's the other word for it. Ascot. Mm,
1: for some reason, ascot doesn't say the same thing
0: to me. I'm not sure what the difference between cravat and ascot are. But uh, an ascot, it's very similar to a cravat as far as I like, looking at the pictures here. I'm so. yeah, looking real quick. Oh, here we go. The cravat, by definition, is the original form of neckwear. The term ascot comes from the Royal Ascot Horse Race, where men would wear a looser cravat as part of their morning dress. That's why the ascot is often called a day cravat. Day cravat. (laughs) Fucking fancy pants fucking people. (laughs) So they're the same fucking thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I'd go cravat just because it sounds fancier then again i mean it's it even has like shit about tying it certain ways like with kingpin it never seemed like it was tied up front like it seemed like it was just like a collarbone down like tuck job
0: i mean it's got to be tied somewhere to stay on but like fred's was like literally like tied and then like had two things coming out yeah out of his shirt in the front it's like he forgot to tuck his ascot in yeah like a neckchief what a chump But no, in the new one, they did not update character designs hardly at all. Cool. They are legit Scooby-Doo characters. The Mystery Machine looks like the Mystery Machine, like very faithful reboot of the series. Matthew Lillard does Shaggy in that. Oh, shit. So he's carrying over. Which is good because he is an excellent Shaggy. Yeah. And and Frank Welker does Fred still.
1: Oh, cool. Man, it's going to be a sad day when Welker dies. Well, my favorite use in pop culture, old uh, old Timmy Burton, he uh, he did a little movie when in like eighty seven or eighty eight. It was called Beetlejuice. Oh yeah! Holy crap! There's a reason why later on he was dubbed the Ghost of the Most. Uh, I mean, I love this flick. Like it's it's Tim Burton before he went overboard as Tim Burton. Like we we spoke about that in the. uh, Let's see, what episode was it? What were we talking about? We were talking, oh, it's sequels. We were talking about Batman Returns. You see all of Tim Burton's quirkiness, but it hasn't taken over yet. Like, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, it was, uh, it was equal parts creepy and fun. Like, one thing that I love about that movie is that the the Maitlands, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis, like, they're so normal. They're such normal people. And it's so tragic when they die. You know, they go, they go out that tunnel and they pass away. And then
0: total douchebags move into their yeah. house. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. All of us, all of a sudden, they are they are ghosts in their own home, and they are pinned there by the, by the sandworms and that weird world on the outside. But they're they're just everyday people, and we get to go through like we get to go through that journey with them, like as opposed to like later Tim Burton stuff where you have a hard time relating to anyone because they're all so weird. Like everyone is. The uh the the family that moves in the Dietzes
0: it, was that their name the Dietzes
1: yeah like Lydia Dietz and <laughs> Delia
0: Dietz well I like how the lore kind of explains why they're trapped in the house yeah yeah the sandworms like they can leave the house but then they're gonna cease to exist yeah
1: and like I love the way they portray the afterlife with like with like the the caseworkers and the bureaucracy and yeah. and like
0: you take a number
1: yeah yeah exactly and then there's the other option which is the sandworms like it would be really interesting to see where that leads you know because clearly in the end spoilers everyone like the sandworm eats beetlejuice so like where do you go from there but then there's also the man himself like michael keaton batman himself like he was so brilliant in this role I don't know, especially kids these days. Like they don't know that Michael Keaton was a comedic actor before Batman. Like that's what he did, and that's why there was such a backlash with Batman. But like Beetlejuice was right up his alley. Like he was fucking nasty, and he was fucking hilarious. Like he's
0: kicking down trees and grabbing his crotch and coming out of the whorehouse and eating flies. Yeah, saying nice (laughs) fucking
1: model in a in a PG movie. Ah. That's great. Um, and then there was one scene where he, where like they, they ask about his like credentials or qualifications, and he, he like talks about it in a totally normal person voice. You know, like, like he all of a sudden just like breaks character. and He's like, well, I studied in Harvard and blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's totally <laughs> Michael Keaton's voice. And it, it shows off the brilliance there. Like that is like, like Christopher Reeve level, Clark Kent, Superman, like distinctive characters in one scene. And, uh, I just fucking love that movie.
0: I love it so much. I think Beetlejuice is solidly my favorite Michael Keaton character. Oh, interesting. Even more so than Batman? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah, he's way I more interesting fair. as Beetlejuice than he is as Batman or Bruce Wayne. See, what's weird is, oh, I I
1: I wish I could remember the number off, off the top of my head. I suppose I could look it up, but I'm not going to do that. But, I mean, he's got something like... 12 minutes of screen time or maybe even like eight minutes like he is not in the movie that much
0: at all yeah i guess that's true yeah is it it, god it can't be that it can't be eight minutes it's got to be more than that right it's it's all it's all the maitlands and the fucking deetses
1: like he he really only has like three big scenes okay i'm gonna have to look it up
0: 17 minutes
1: yeah i just found that clock damn you yeah, 17 minutes of scream time of a 92-minute movie.
0: That is mind-boggling to me. Yeah. Because he totally stole the show in 17 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was named after Beetlejuice, but I mean, still, holy shit.
1: Yeah, what a, what a great fucking flick. So that is my favorite use of ghosts in pop culture.
0: That's solid. That, that's a good one. I agree. I hope if I'm ever a ghost, I can stretch my face out yeah I no shit I put my eyeballs on my fingers <laughs> i love how that uh i love how that
1: back to the 80s cafe in uh out in rancho cordova has like the the has mannequins with those uh those costumes and those masks on there oh awesome. that's so I saw cool in there wait you you haven't fucking been there yet no i drove past it the other day and said Holy oh look shit. there's that
0: place john talked about
1: wow let's go there tomorrow and get lunch and go see joker yeah. Or in the opposite order.
0: Either yeah, either order of that sounds amazing. You sold me on it.
1: So here's a little something, Ben. I'm pretty sure the place I live is haunted.
0: Like your current house right now? Yes. Isn't it like a fairly new place? I don't
1: know. It was built in the, the late eighties. Oh. See so you're still stuck on uh on, on Indian burial grounds. So or well some
0: somebody's shit. gotta die there, right? I mean possibly it, uh, I mean I just get assigned a house when you die Like, all right go haunt this place but like it's brand new deal with it
1: I've I've looked into you know whether or not anybody died at that address and I haven't been able to find anything but also like I kind of felt the same way about our Rancho Cordova place that we were at before this so I'm wondering if well, you're something or so well me or get this I didn't experience anything while while <laughs> the kid was uh, was staying with her father in uh, in uh, on the other side of the country <laughs> over the better. summer. The second she comes back, all of a sudden, weird shit starts happening again. Do you think the girl is haunted? I don't know. It's going go to There's sounds. To there's there's just weird, creepy feelings like. Things that happen where like, where, like, all of a sudden something is somewhere else and I swear it was somewhere. I mean, that could just be my own brain slipping. It's like the but, omen. She's Damien. Yeah. Well, I won't put that on her. <laughs> I, I, I can't do that. Um, but, but the most damning piece of evidence is, uh, I may have spoken about it before, but I can't remember. So I'm going to do it again. Is I was in my, uh, my office drawing. While, uh, Angelina and and the kid were asleep. And so it goes like my office has a door to the kid's room, which has a door to the rest of the place. Like I've, my office is on a loft and it's separated from the rest of the place by those doors through the room. So I was out there drawing and both Angelina and the kid heard quote unquote, heard me leave the loft And go through the room and walk downstairs like they were both awake and they both heard it and they were both a little startled when they when I came out of the loft and I was still there because they they heard me go downstairs. So that and I swear like two nights ago, I heard something similar to that. Then I figured it, it was probably just the cat because the cat was upstairs and then went downstairs. But that was not the case that night.
0: Cats are usually pretty quiet, too. They're yeah. considerably quieter than a large adult male.
1: Yeah, maybe I just got freaked out because I've got I've got hypersensitive ears. Or
0: maybe you just have cat like
1: stealth. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like like that that's that's the most um the most clear piece of, of evidence to that. That uh I mean I've been I've been hearing and feeling crazy shit for yeah, as long as I've been living with these two. So
0: maybe, maybe she's like a conduit to the other side. She's yeah. gonna be one of those, uh, what do they call them? The people that talk to dead people.
1: Yeah. Like a, like a clairvoyant or a mystic or a, yeah. What was that guy that, that, that one dude that did that show where the, all those people were in the audience. He was like,
0: you yeah. have a
1: relative, uh, with the name that starts with a, a, or J or M. Uh, Oh yeah. That's the
0: one. Uh, Those people are total horseshit. Medium, that's what they call them. Yes, yeah. Those people are completely full of shit. They're (laughs) totally preying on folks that are looking for a connection to people they've lost and they're scumbags. Yeah. Fuck those people.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know, man, but I feel like my shit's haunted and it's freaked me out more than a couple times. But there
0: it is. Awesome. That makes me happy. If, If I knew anyone that uh should be haunted it's probably you fuck you because because the ghost would get the best reactions there's the
1: most payoff
0: yeah yeah that's, that's. <laughs>
1: good for you ghost you found you found a good one it's it's like getting a regular customer in a restaurant who tips well yeah
0: exactly that's you're getting you're getting your booze worth yeah all right so john did you come with a ranking list this week
1: why are you hoping i did
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm starting to believe in ghosts. And oh, shit. Like ranking lists. <laughs> <laughs> what the
1: fuck? <laughs> oh. um, yes, I did. I have a ranking list. It is my top eight ghosts. Your top eight ghosts? Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going around looking at ghosts I love and, um, and decided to put together a list. So we're going to, I mean... None of these are malevolent, world-destroying ghosts. They're just some fun fucking ghosts that have brought some joy into my life.
0: Casper the Friendly.
1: That is number eight. Oh really casper the friendly ghost yeah i mean i didn't read a whole lot of the the comic books as a kid uh the harvey comics um the cartoon was around i really did love that movie in the early 90s with christina ricci and uh bill pullman and devin sawa playing live action casper what the fuck i mean not live action but when they turn him into a real boy yeah that was a fun movie even had a uh a cameo by uh dan Aykroyd as ray stands as a ghostbuster Said, oh, "Who dear, are you gonna call? Yeah. Somebody else." And he had a mustache. It was really weird. Um, next up, <laughs> I have the Christmas Carol ghosts. Yeah, yeah. They they are a fantastic use of ghosts. They they teach an old fucking jerk a bunch of lessons. Good for them.
0: By far, my favorite Dickens.
1: Thing. Yeah. I I can't say that I really know any of them anywhere near as well. Like he did, what Tale of Two Cities and uh, Nicholas
0: Nickleby and
1: Oliver Twist. There he did do Oliver Twist. All right. Next up, we've got the ghost of Jolene Cranley Evans, also known as the ghost of Mount Gordo.
0: Neither of those are ringing a bell for me. So oh shit! Fill me in.
1: That is the ghost in Grand Theft Auto Five.
0: No, well. <laughs> have you, have you experienced that? I have not, but I know of it.
1: Fuck dude. Like it was so creepy. The first time I ever actually went and checked it out. When you go there at like a uh, 2300, um, to that certain spot in Ma- Mount Gordo, like there is the, a, a ghost sitting there on the, on the, uh, the edge of the mountain. And if you get close enough, she disappears. She's not actually a 3d model. She's just a little 2d sheet that's there apparently if you're down at the campsite around the same time you can hear screams and shit but awesome i thought that was so cool because it was like an urban legend to me and then i went and found it and it was there like it was so fucking cool it wasn't like bigfoot and grand theft auto uh, san andreas where it just doesn't actually exist um next up we have icon of the season booberry <laughs> just tried the cereal for the first time gross delicious i mean i couldn't eat it all the time like i'd I'd much rather have a bowl of uh honey nut cheerios but why not
0: it's got marshmallows doesn't it it does oh, fuck marshmallows and at cereal. least i
1: think so i don't know i i just tried count chocula and frankenberry also for the first time i'm pretty sure they all have marshmallows. i think they all have
0: marshmallows i i, I got a i going to call myself out here. Uh, marshmallows and cereal suck.
1: Yeah, I think we actually talked about that recently because I brought up Count Chocula. I don't know if it made it into the episode or not.
0: I don't know either, but uh, I will re- gladly reiterate, quit putting marshmallows in cereal. <laughs> Even the
1: charms, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess that would be the main culprit. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have Slimer. Yeah, he's our friend from uh from Ghostbusters. He showed up in the first uh the very first movie. Uh kind of, he was their, their first ghost that they caught. And uh he was a he was a little fucker that was eating everything and that carried on into the into the cartoon where he was he was much more friendly then. But I was going to
0: say do you like what they did with him in the cartoon and like the the real Ghostbusters and all that where he was uh
1: he was more of a mascot he was like, like a pet. Yeah. yeah, he was the Ewok of them. Yeah. I don't know, why <laughs> totally. not? Yeah cuz when I went uh, cuz I I feel like I had a stronger memory of the Slimer from the cartoon than I did from the movie and when I watched the movie it doesn't uh it doesn't ruin it for me.
0: Well, no one calls him Slimer in the movie. Like that is purely from the cartoon.
1: Yeah, he slimed me. Is all they say.
0: Yeah. Like it might have been in the script as Slimer just yeah. because it was literally what he did. But he could have very as just as easily been called Eater.
1: <laughs> yeah. Muncher. Muncher the little globule. And let's see. Next up we have a team of ghosts. Can you guess who they are?
0: The four horsemen of the apocalypse? No.
1: Those are just fictional beings. They're not ghosts.
0: Or the father, son, and the holy ghost. <laughs> Trinity. Oh shit, I should have put that in there. Oh wow. The
1: Holy Ghost does belong on there. Honorable mention, Holy Ghost. Um, no, we have Binky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde. Yep. The Pac-Man ghosts, Waka, 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 Waka. Those things have been uh in my life for a very long, long time. I love that they named them because they
0: totally didn't have to.
1: Especially since they all rhyme and then the last one and is Clyde. Clyde. I fucking love that so much. Like I we we knew we knew a family growing up where like their kids' names were what was it? I was really hoping you were going to say Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. <laughs> no, it was uh, um Josh, Jeff, Jason, Jenny, and then Ruth.
0: <laughs> Take that, Ruth.
1: Yeah, it was so weird. Next up, we have somebody you referenced earlier. He goes coast to coast. He's fucking yeah. Space Ghost. That, that show, Space Ghost Coast to Coast, was so great. I never watched the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. They weren't readily available when we were kids. It was only when Adult Swim started repurposing them that they came into our uh, our view.
0: Yeah, I, so did they just, like, buy the rights to Space Ghost from, from whatever entity owned them since Hanna-Barbera, I'm pretty sure, was gone at that point? Oh, no,
1: Hanna-Barbera was still around. Were they?
0: Yeah. They're gone now, aren't they? they got absorbed by Warner Brothers or something?
1: Yeah, that is probably the case, and that could have been the case back then. I was pretty sure they were still an entity, but just like ghosts, I don't have any evidence that that was the case.
0: At least there's a way to find that out. Yeah. Yeah, Space Ghost was awesome. I watched a load of Space Ghost.
1: Yeah, I remember watching that at your parents' place when we were younger. When we were uh, teenagers, I remember watching the Tom York episode over there.
0: Yeah, I, I was just thinking about Space Ghost the other day because they had like that uh, the episode where the he the goal was to save the retardos. Oh geez. And I was thinking about like, man, I don't know if you could get away with that. Yeah, these that's days. problematic. <laughs> can you can you say save the retardos? You just did twice. <laughs> well, I'm not worried about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and fucking like Brack and Zorak and Moltar, yeah. like they were all such great supporting cast members. And then my number one, which it seems like kind of a gimme and I almost traded it for Space Ghost, but I got to keep it up at the top because of his title, at least from the, uh, eh, I think it was in the movie and definitely in the cartoon. He's the ghost with the most baby. It's Beetlejuice.
0: I loved that cartoon. Oh yeah. When I was a kid, I, I, you know, I haven't seen it. I, I bet I still like it
1: they've got that whole series there at Walmart. I think it's like 92 episodes or some shit. It was four seasons and it's like 40 bucks. It's great. And also at the same time, they have like the whole Ninja turtle series for 40 bucks. Also the original classic. And, and that one's like 193 episodes. It's absurd. Yeah. I, I should be buying both of them. I loved how Beetlejuice always called Lydia babes.
0: Uh, the th- the theme song too, like the the Beetlejuice music from the movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. Solid Danny Elfman track, and uh, the cartoon like played on it and uh, it was also really great. Yeah, I love the whole the whole shit about
1: the neither world. So you weren't worrying about being stuck in a uh, in a house the whole time, and there was that uh, what was that guy like Jacques? But he he was all like bones. Oh, the bone dude. Yeah. I went yeah. back like a year or two ago and, and watched an episode or two.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that in a solid decade. Yeah. Probably more.
1: I've always remembered that that they did some like undead, like blue skinned uh parody of Arnold Schwarzenegger and they called him Armhold Muscle Hugger. And I've always <laughs> remembered that. It
0: was a good era for cartoons, I gotta say.
1: Yeah. And we had a lot of fun back then. We were in a in a golden age. All right, Ben, and we do have one little piece of interaction from uh, from our listeners today from our Facebook group. We've got Mister Loyal here. Uh, we've got Casey coming in to uh, to respond. Yeah, it is our plan to have him in here once we finish up our uh, our video gaming. He's got a lot of experience in modern gaming, and I know he's got a good knowledge set that we do not have. I put the call out uh, asking for people's opinions and interactions and ideas of ghosts. All right. So Casey says, I don't necessarily believe in the poltergeist type of ghost or the horrific dramatic ghosts that Hollywood has portrayed to be what they are, but I believe in spirits. As John knows, I'm a devout Christian and it is true. There are demons, the devil and such things, which I have never directly encountered them. In parentheses, or have I? Hmm, but spiritual warfare is something I do believe is real. Favorite book, because I did ask in the Facebook post about favorite movies or books or TV shows that, that feature ghosts. He said, favorite, favorite book is the Bible. I actually love the way Jesus handles demonic spirits, which is he just says, go. Yeah, it's not dramatic, but when he casts out demons and evil spirits, he doesn't really talk to them. He just says, leave, and they go. It's so badass, exclamation point. Or you
0: fuck off yeah get the fuck
1: out of here and that does remind me of when when i was a kid and i was still uh religious myself living in a religious household and when i was scared of something like the dark or i felt like something was in my room and i was scared to go in there at night my dad would do the same thing quick little backstory in the mormon church there are different kinds of priesthood they call it and you get you get one of them when you're 12 so once I was 12 and I was still, still scared of the dark yeah fuck you I'm still scared of the dark I don't give a shit <laughs> when I go out to my car tonight I'm gonna be a little scared
0: <laughs>
1: my dad just told me like you you hold up your hand and you just say you know by the power of the of the whatever priesthood school, <laughs> you know the the power of the priesthood which I hold I command you to leave and It didn't work on my own so much, but when my dad was there, it did give me comfort and it did feel like it had power. So I think that's the same sort of thing that Casey's feeling. Like Jesus is just walking up to these evil spirits and he's just like, hey, later. And and they're compelled to leave.
0: A few years ago, we took my kids to Fright Fest. We took them into some of the haunted houses they have there and they're pretty solidly graphic, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, they're not fucking around. Yeah, they, they, yeah they're, they're serious haunted houses. And I think my son was like maybe six, and he was scared shitless. And he's just like clinging to my wife. And we're like, oh, this was probably a mistake. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is a little heavier than we thought it was going to be.
1: That's why I didn't bring the kid to Six Flags last weekend.
0: And, then, uh, and, and so then I thought, I was like, hey, boo them. Tell them boo. Like when, like when they come out to jump at you, you say boo to them first. And he was like, yeah, all right. And then, uh, like, they'd come out and he'd just be like, boo, boo. <laughs> and, and yell at them instead of them trying to scare him. He was trying to scare them. And he wasn't scared anymore.
1: Did it bother him that, that they weren't getting scared? No, not at all. Okay. The, it, He's the, like, I've got the power. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, it gave him, you know, he was in control now. Like, the, they would jump out and he would yell boo at them and try and scare them and uh you know it just made him feel more secure and uh, he had a great time from then on so uh fuck I mean, yeah take that power and claim it as your own
1: so for final thoughts like like what we what we've touched on before i do believe that ghosts exist i can i can't not believe it whether it's uh, like i don't know if it's in the traditional sense like you know some fucking hitchhiking ghosts or some vengeful ghosts or Or what, but there's too many question marks, just kind of like with aliens, where like there's too many question marks, there's not enough, not enough, uh, evidence to the contrary that I kind of feel like I have to believe in it. So I will continue to do so until somebody can tell me, no, it does not exist.
0: I've got a treasure map to sell you and, uh, leads to the end of a rainbow. There's a leprechaun there with some gold. You don't have evidence to prove that it's not real. So it's only. $1000, John.
1: <laughs> well, I'm certainly not going to <laughs> going to pay for that shit.
0: Oh, I think it would be cool if there was something to it, but uh there's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prove me wrong, please. I would be super happy about that. I think it would even be cool if like ghosts as spirits weren't real, but like there was legitimate like temporal anomalies. Yeah. Where like someplace keeps getting uh touched by the past or something. Ew. Sounds dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where there there's there's something is occurring that is causing things that happened before to bleed through to now.
1: Well, you have something like that with a, uh, like with that security cam footage of the uh the haunted mansion outside where there's like four cameras. Like four different cameras worth of uh, this spectral anom- anomaly of like somebody walking through the path and passing through the gate and walking down through the park a little bit. And um, what it actually turned out to be, at least the explanation for it, was that since they recorded the, uh, the, the security tapes over other VHS tapes, like there was like sort of a quote unquote ghost of an image from a previous recording. Of, like, a maintenance worker walking down the pathway and out through there.
0: Oh, really? I would have thought it would be the other way around, where, like, the you know, there would be some burn-in on the tape of the gate. Oh, yeah. You know, like, your screen up for too long with no screensaver, and the image kind of burns itself into the screen permanently. That it would do something like that, where, you know, you've got this recording thousands of hours of this same landscape. Yeah. That it may uh, kind of superimpose itself on other portions of the video.
1: It very well could have, but then, but then the only thing that's moving is the one that pops out.
0: Kind of thing that creeps me out about, uh, ghosts is that it means that there's some sort of life after death, which is kind of spooky to me. Yeah. I'm pretty comfortable with the idea that when I die, I'm going to be dead forever, (laughs) that I'm just not going to exist anymore. Because honestly, the idea of an eternity of anything is kind of unsettling to me.
1: Yeah, I imagine I'd lose my mind after a while, but I think I could have a lot of fun if I wasn't tethered to something like a, like in Beetlejuice. Yeah. That might be a little rough. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would probably start killing people just to keep myself entertained.
0: Yeah, some company, if nothing else. Yeah. So, the idea that it would be some sort of weird time anomaly where it didn't have to have any sort of afterlife attached to it would be uh, more palatable to me. not any more plausible, unfortunately. Shit. But yeah, I I hope ghosts are real. Uh, I hope someday someone proves me wrong that uh, Bigfoot comes out with a great ghost video and it's corroborated (laughs) by the Chupacabra. Well, John, I think it's about time we slough off this mortal coil and step into the night. All right,
1: folks. Well, thank you so much for traveling to the other side with us tonight. Uh, If you want to let us know how we did, you can hit us up at uh, email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. You can find us on the Facebook uh, page, Geeksploration the Podcast, or Instagram at uh,
0: geek Exploration Podcast, or Twitter at geek Explore Pod. And if you enjoyed uh, today's show, please uh, drop by Apple Podcasts and give us a five unsubstantiated ghost sighting review. Why can't it just be five ghost sighting or five ghosts? Glog damn it. I mean, I guess you could
1: if they existed. You
0: no, know, I prefer our reviews to be unsubstantiated. <laughs> <laughs> That's practically what they all are. It's just people telling us we're good. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> you threw me off there. Um, uh, also I would like to I was looking at our podcast stats and uh, we've had like nine downloads from Finland. Yeah, we've in, got foreign listeners. Yeah, in uh, in the last month. And so shout out to whoever's listening to the podcast in Finland. Awesome. I would like to go to Finland someday.
1: Yeah. Email us and tell us what is awesome out in Finland to come and see. Oh, well, they got the Northern Lights. Oh that. shit. Like, that's they, true. Yeah, they,
0: they're up there a bit and I've got, like, 50% Finnish from my mom's side and, like, another 30% from my dad's side. Oh, what the fuck? Why aren't we there? I got a pretty strong Finnish background, and uh, I hear that's the place I'd like to be eating breakfast or dinner or watching TV. Shit. I take it the Monty Python reference went right over your head.
1: It really did. Like, when you (laughs) said that, I was like... Okay, then, then this is definitely this is, a it's, thing. It's a reference to something, yeah, but I'm, I'm like, not sure what.
0: I'm going to agree with it. So, uh, shout out to any international listeners out there. Woo!
1: Yeah, we got some in the UK too, right?
0: Yeah, we had a couple from UK, Ireland, and Canada. Giddy up. And one from Australia. But we got nine from Finland, so that guy's Down serious. under. Um, and uh, we still got uh, merch up at shop.geekexplorationpodcast.com if you want to grab a shirt with some neato stuff on it. Uh, our theme song, as always, is "Cruising for Goblins" by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.com. Don't fix it if the name broke. Until next time. Bear here.